to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This is episode 22. I know we didn't have one last week, I apologize. And with me this week is James Jones, our crim overlord. Hello. Former. When was the last time you were on? Oh, month and a half ago? Eh, okay, it wasn't so long ago. I'm the former overlord. What? Ty's taking back over his overlord duties. Well, I'll see how long that one lasts. But, <laughs> I'm uh... moving over to the other podcast. Oh, okay. Well, we need RFN guys anyway. So, that's good. You can still host here, too. We love you. Yay. Um, so, we got a uh, fun lineup, I think. And uh, since last time when I said, if you don't know how to play by now, I, I can't believe that. Um, and then <laughs> someone responded saying, hey, I, I never listened to this before. That's This is pretty awesome. I'll, uh, I'll explain the rules. You have five games. From each game, we have three songs. Uh, between the second and third song from each game, we have a question which is both like a hint and a fun little trivia question. So uh, three songs to figure out the game. We'll tell you the game, and if we can talk about it, we will talk about it. But maybe we won't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Sometimes we just choose games because they sound good, and we actually don't know anything about them, and it's embarrassing, and John yells at us later. Like five episodes later. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so long as I'm not here for it. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, just go on to the first game here. Jingly. Yeah, very short. That's it. Uh, you can repeat that yourself if you want to listen to it again. It's not considered cheating. Um, let's go on to the second one, which I think is kind of maybe sort of longer. I get the impression that this game is like short but very memorable music if you've played it. Yeah, it does. So, uh, why don't you read the question here? Okay. What are all the teams in this game named after? Ooh, teams. Which... Thank you. 
I can so see little 8-bit characters dancing around the screen. Running. Oh, running around the screen. I wasn't sure where that wasn't from this game, that song. So, um, Tell us where that song was from. That would be Tecmo Bowl for the NES. Yeah, where's that song specifically in the, in the game? That song would be on Kickoffs, if I recall correctly. Oh, okay. Cause there aren't that many songs in this game. Well, there are, but they're all very, very, very short. I guess they're team-themed songs or something. I don't know. There's like after events like touchdowns and things it'll play a 30 second jingle or menu screens and everything it does is longer it's really just 30 seconds repeated uh. until you want to hurt yourself <laughs> so uh, what made Tech Mobile so, so, uh, so good I know a lot of people really love the game you know I actually got it on the virtual console because I'd heard all people who really loved the game and my first thought was that it's pretty simple mm-hmm. but it is fairly entertaining for what it is. I mean, for an 8-bit football game, when you think about it, it's got a lot of the features that football games now have in them. Obviously, it's got a lot smaller playbook. Right. But, like, I know that the next iteration, this SNES version, really was the first fully featured football game. I think at the time, it was really heads above everything else. Right. I, I think the previous football game might have been like on the Intellivision. Well, I know with, when did Madden start coming out with uh, games on the Genesis? I think that was 92 or 93. When did, when did Tecmo Bowl for the SNES come out? Or Super Tecmo Bowl? Uh, that might have been 91. Oh, okay. Tecmo Bowl was 89. Right. So, somewhere in there. But it was all Japanese? Is it like, did it feel Japanese? Or I mean, I'm just curious because, you know, when you think of football, you you don't really think of Japan. Uh, so, unless well, actually, the games came out in the U.S. first, which is what's really confusing. Because like, okay, Tecmo Bowl didn't come out till '90 in Japan. Well, maybe they had to figure see if Americans like it since they like football, and then uh, then if um, it's real popular, we'll give it a shot in, in Japan. What's the harm? It's only an eight-bit game with nothing to translate. Right. Well, you know, marketing and distribution costs, things like that. Anyway, that's Tech Mobile. Uh, we had a question, right? So, uh, right. what are all the uh, teams named after? And they're named after the other Tecmo franchises. So, for example, um... Oh. Were there enough franchises for Tecmo back then? I guess, was there like the Dig Dug team or something? And the... There was only, le- there's only like four or five teams. Ah. Oh. So they got away with it that way. Um, one of them was the Ninjas. Right. And they had the throwing star from Tecmo. Suddenly, I've forgotten the name of their ninja series. Ninja Gaiden. Yes, as their logo was, it was the throwing yeah. star from the menu. Okay, well, that makes and sense. Think, so it was like Smash Brothers Brawl only with uh, football mascots. With football, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, imagine if they did that now. Oh dear. So let's go on to game two.
second game. That was happy. <laughs> well, this is still a second game, I guess, isn't it? this game i never played it all so um here's the question ingeniously this game could be played with which two buttons wasn't a hint. I think it was a banana hint. A banana of a hint. What's the other? With the question, it should give it away. Yep, so uh, what, what's the answer? DKA King of Swing. Yes. Um, made by Payon. I don't know if they've uh, cleaned up their website at all. It used to be a very uh, interesting website. Maybe it still is. I haven't visited recently. Um, it used to be really, really, really quirky in Japanese. Uh, well, it's a Japanese company, but it was... Well, the bananas weren't the only thing that were fruity about it, I guess is the way I'll put it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... But this game's actually very clever. I, 
I didn't play the DS sequel because it seemed kind of redundant, but um, the original GBA game, basically you, you're Donkey Kong, climb, I guess or Diddy, um, climbing up and you use L for your left hand, R for your right hand, you're just grabbing, pivoting, it's almost like, um, I don't know, would you say it's in a weird way kind of like um, Clue Clue Land in, in some really weird way? Because uh, basically you're rotating cl- clockwise or counterclockwise. And you're usually trying to climb up and throw things by rotating. I guess you could say it's kind of like Clue Clue Land, but... Very remotely, huh? Right. Same mechanics. Yeah, maybe. But, uh... I don't know, how much of it did you, did you play it? I think you I said played you played it... I played it somebody else's copy of it oh. for a bit. I played maybe an hour or so into it. There's some clever stuff in there, and, and, I, and I like that they really did kind of adopt Donkey Kong Country style, and they had, like, uh, you know, like barrel, bonus barrels, and things like that, you know, Nintendo seemed like they wanted to ignore ever since uh, Rare left. Um, and, it, and they kind of went to their pre-rendered look, too, for the DS sequel, which I did not like, because I really liked the cartoony um, hand-drawn look for DK did, King of Swing. I thought it was pretty unique. Was um, this the last Nintendo-published GBA game? Or was that March of the Mid- or the DK versus Mario? No, this came out after after Mario vs. Donkey Kong for the GBA, but I don't know if it was the last Nintendo-published GBA it's game. Probably close. I doubt it, but maybe. Drill Dozer came out pretty late, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that was an awesome game. Um, I don't think I've used it for Podcast Edition yet. Yet. Yeah, I don't know if we even have recordings for that. I may have to dig that out and use an excuse to play it if I haven't done any recordings of it. Um, yeah, I love Drill Dozer. And I've said so it many times. From this times. point on, if you don't know the game, just guess Drill Dozer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, the Kicking Swings is kind of neat. I, I mean, if you find it in the bargain bin for, for pretty cheap, I, I'd recommend it. Um, it really is kind of quirky, but I mean, it's not one that I would really need to go back and play a lot. It, it had its quirks. It was often frustrating because the controls were sometimes counterintuitive, so it was out left and right. Uh, with respect to how DK's facing. So if he's facing upwards and your left is his left, but if he's oh, yeah, facing down, you're pushing the wrong way. And, you know, so oh. trying to nav- trying to adjust your jump in midair got really disorienting, especially when you're falling. If you're falling, you just get in a panic and you're just screwed. Um, he sort of answered the trivia question. I guess that does sort of answer the trivia question, yes. But yeah, if you didn't catch the trivia question, it was regarding which two buttons, and it's just L and R, the trigger buttons. I thought this was a good use of a simple game that really took the franchise it was based around in mind and design. Yeah, I mean, climbing up things is, is kind of what Donkey Kong's always been about, more so than recent years. So Yeah, collecting bananas. Well, that too, yeah. I like bananas. That's all it's been about in recent years. Uh, yeah, what has Donkey Kong been up to recently? Let's see. Uh, well... Uh, Smash Brothers and banana collecting. Yeah, well, J- Jungle Beat was a lot of fun. Um, oh, yeah, bongo drumming. Yeah, bongo drumming, that's right. That's even worse than the than Wario's fall into WarioWare. Which, I mean, WarioWare isn't <laughs> bad, it's just they've totally ditched what Wario used to be. But at least, uh, at least Sakurai still remembers and they got the overalls of Wario. Ah. Now he's a successful video game tycoon. Huh? 
Now he's a successful video game he's tycoon. He's a successful video game tycoon, yes. <laughs> he doesn't need to actually go adventuring anymore. Oh dear. Wario, Wario, Wario. Why did your last game have to be so bad? <laughs> <laughs> did you actually play uh, Master of Disguise at all? Ever? Uh, I've I played some of it, yeah. I thought it was fun for about 20 minutes. It, it, originally, it's like, oh, this is kind of a neat concept, but it just doesn't go anywhere, and the controls are... are Awkward at best. Um, yeah, all my costumes ended up being that stupid spaceman one. Yeah. So. Why are they all coming out the same? Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the recognition. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was part of the problem. But I mean, he wasn't. I don't know. It just felt weird to. Was it like tap to jump or something? Or no, it was up to jump. I don't know. It just. Right. It felt like very detached, and, and the puzzles just weren't that fun. And I don't know. They weren't. They weren't hard. Sometimes they were just confusing. Right. Well, and then there was like the wannabe WarioWare mini games. What was up with that? Um, so, I don't know. I, I was very bitter after playing that and reviewing it. Still am clearly, because clearly. Well, I may get a chance to rant on this topic. I think soon. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's go on to the game three. This one was picked by was it Retro Man? Yes.
that music. Very nice. Would you care to do the honors, sir? With the question? Yes. Pressing up, plus select, and B at the title screen get, does what to your game? Kind of oddly phrased. I should have rephrased that. I apologize. It's my <laughs> fault. actually, in my opinion, isn't that great. Uh, it's Kirby's Dreamland for the Game Boy, and the fun thing about Kirby games is that since they reuse songs from previous entries in the series, it's always a challenge to determine which Kirby game is being used in Radio Trivia. Uh, this is the first one. Song 1 was obviously a Kirby game, but... Yeah, I don't, you know, I... I played Kirby's Dreamland. I, I never owned it. I, I think I played it on a friend's Game Boy once. Um, without the power-ups, Kirby isn't as good. Um, but, you know, it was the first game. I can forgive it. It was on the Game Boy pretty early. Um, but I have heard the first song I played in another Kirby game. I can't remember where. Um, it is in the NES Kirby. I know for a fact. Not... No? No, because NES one's the one I played the most because it was my first Kirby game. Oh, maybe. I don't think that's in there. Um, I don't know, maybe like some version of it in Kirby 64. I don't know. I'll never oh, find out. Possibly. But I don't think it was in the NES version. It mm. may have been in the sound test only. There were one or two songs in the Game Boy that were only in the sound test in the NES. Possible. Could have been in... Um, I never played the Super Nintendo games, except for the golf thing one. Oh, well, Super Nintendo were some of the best best ones, at least that's what some people think. Uh, I've played, I think it was a Kirby's Dream Land 3 and Superstar, although I don't own either of them. Oh, that's um, true, I played Superstar, so I might have heard yeah. it there. Yeah, it could be in there too. But anyway, Kirby games are, are fun, and there hasn't been one recently that's good. They, re- the they released a really crappy one for the DS. Squeak Squad. Yeah, did you play that? Oh, I, I was misfortunate enough to play some of it, yes. So you agree with me that it was completely rushed and, and no soul? 
whatsoever. Yeah, it was pretty. Bl- I mean, for God's sakes, he's chasing a piece of cake. Oh, I, I don't care about the premise of the darn thing, but the level design was just completely blah. I just it feel just like, wasn't fun. I just feel like that's enough to summarize how the game feels. Oh, okay. Just chasing cake. Yeah. I, I'd say the last good Kirby game was. I don't know. Some people don't even agree with this one. Kirby sixty four. Um, I like Kirby sixty four. I mean, it was a little different in how it did its puzzles, but I like the combination system, and um, there were certainly some difficult uh, shards to collect. Uh, I liked um, I liked the the mirror one for the GBA. I mean, it was different, but oh, uh, the, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I mean, the sad thing is, maybe the same guys that went ahead and did uh, did Squeak Squad, and they just I don't know where things went wrong there, but uh, short deadline or I have no idea. Quick money. That's the problem. I, I see a trend. When, as soon as an anime comes out and they start milking it, maybe the first ones are okay. I mean, it's the same thing with the Sonic games. Oh, God. Um, I mean, well, I mean, Sonic Advance came out. I don't remember if that was before or after the, the anime was popular. I don't remember. Before. It was? Okay. Yeah. Well, and up to Sonic Advance 3, it was pretty good. Um, ignoring the, the 3D games, of course. The 3D games. Um, well, the 3D games that came out before the anime, and then it was based on 3D yeah. games, more or less. So, what do yeah. you. But by the time the DS came around, things started to slip, in my opinion. The sad reality is we'll never have a Kirby game designed by the game's creator. Yeah. It's not anymore. He's, he's probably really sick of Kirby by now. Probably. He's but probably it, doesn't, really it, it doesn't need to be by the creator to be a good Kirby game, though. It just needs... I, I would like to see Hal make a Kirby game. Yeah, I mean, they did Canvas Curse, which, I mean, it's sort of a Kirby game. Yeah. So... I don't know. The problem, the problem is a lot of the, these, you know, the first party developers, and, and they're very close. Well, Hal's basically first party. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they don't want to redo things they've already done. Is the thing. So they figure, well, we'll we'll get a third party partner and they'll work on it, which is all well and good, except often the end product isn't not as good. good. Um, if if they're able to do proper supervision or, or whatever it takes, then it can be a good product. And, but seems that just isn't happening based on Squeak Squad and, and Master of Disguise. Yes, I got a chance to bring that back. Um, well, what is Hal even doing right now? I don't... Well, I, I suspect a lot of a lot of their team is on, on whatever loan it takes to, to get Brawl out. Um, yeah, I guess. Because Hal was one of the... put a lot of resources towards Smash Brothers Malay, I think. But, yeah, they, um, they need the first two. But... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened to Kirby that was supposed to be for the GameCube. Um, um. Oh, the 3D Kirby game. Yeah. Well, was that the one that got turned into that press button to win racer? No, that was an on rails thing. That was like an N64 game that eventually came out on GameCube. Oh, okay. Um, but yes, press button to win racer. <laughs> it's actually a press button to not win racer because the button makes you uh, slow down. It's your brake. Oh. <laughs> so just let the controller sit on the floor and you win. Pretty much. You had to steer it, I guess. That's terrible. <laughs> I enjoyed it for what it was worth, but it wasn't worth the full price. Um, I actually paid import prices for it, I think. Oh, jeez. Or let's say, you know, I may have gotten the review copy imported. I don't remember. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Poor Kirby. He's, I guess he's fallen downhill some, too, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, we're just reminiscing about old franchises this episode. Johnny would be proud. Don't worry, there's only... Well, we have more opportunities to do that. Yeah.
Ooh. Um, what you're thinking probably isn't correct. No. <laughs> In this case, what you're thinking probably is correct. <laughs> right. So the first song you heard from this game was actually borrowed from what other game? That's the question.
Alright. Uh, so what's the game? What's the game? Mega Man 7. Ah, uh, yes. The second Mega Man game I ever played. The first was 6. The ninth I ever played. <laughs> wow. And for whatever reason, I can't think of this game. Everything I think of, I just, it's Mega Man and Bass I keep really thinking of. Oh, well, they all blur together in my head. And, and I mean, I guess this was, what, the first SNES one? So, I mean, upgraded graphics. Yes. Newer sound. I mean, that was... I don't remember if 7 came out before or after X. It came out after X2. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. I'm, I'm really off that. Okay. And it's Mega Man in base. I'm going to get lamb blasted for that one. <laughs> I wouldn't know. But, um... Named him after fish. You know, I've said it before. I mean, I, I remember, um... I really love Six with its infinite jetpack. And, uh... Oh, yeah. And, uh... Well, if Johnny were on, he, he would speak for 20 minutes on the subject. Um, but he's not, so I'll just say I love the infinite jetpack on in Six. I don't... I played most of Seven. I don't. I don't think I got near finishing it, but I played a lot of Seven, and I enjoyed it. And then I, when I got a Mega Man collection, or at least I rented it. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. I'm gonna play some Mega Man games I hadn't played before. And so like, I picked up two. And like, I'm not having much fun here. I'll go back to Seven because I had a lot of fun with that. And then I didn't have much fun with Seven either. And then it hit me like, I don't like Mega Man. <laughs> Well, I, I love the series, and the controls were just so bad on Mega Man Collection. That might have been part of it. Um, I'm and, not convinced. And, like, two and three, I've probably played on Collection five or six times each. Right. But, like, later in the series, I haven't touched them. I've beaten them once just to do, say I've beaten right. them. But No, I really liked Seven. I, and maybe, I mean, the, the sound's good. I, I don't like, because I'm off put by X. The, just the series in general. I don't know. Maybe I just like the original character design more, or something. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's always about the original Mega Man series for me. I, I don't, especially like the newer stuff they've done with the ZX or whatever. I was like, oh, that's not Mega Man to me. Uh, <laughs> See, I liked the first few X's because they were hard, and then like after starting with X four, the whole series just sort of went to be more like an anime than anything. Well, I went on autopilot. Yeah, well, I blame the "What am I fighting for?" scene for the death of the X franchise. Uh, what was the what am I? Okay, I'm going to show that I really don't care uh, about the, Mega Man by asking that question. But. That was the instance in which Zero's voice actor gave us one of the most horrific lines from a video game ever. Well, there have been some pretty bad, hor- bad, pretty bad character acting, and and, and the tradition oh, it's, continues it's, to this day in ga- video games. It's really sad. It it is epically bad. All right. He screams it too, for extra effect. Was it eight that has Wiley? That's the Elmer Fudd. Yes. Yeah. So I I played enough of eight to get to that part, and I'm saying, okay, that's enough. <laughs> so this was actually the only Mega Man classic series to appear on the SNES in the U.S. Mega Man yeah. and Base appeared in Japan, but the only other games were X One, Two, and Three on the SNES here. Right, and then it went off to PlayStation Land. Right. How many regular... Has there been many regular Mega Man series? I think that kind of died off. There's eight, and there's Mega Man and Base, and to my knowledge, that's it. Jeez, that's all? Yeah, just just <laughs> nine games. Just nine of them? And, and how many X's are there? There Six? are... No, there's like... 
seven or eight. I, <laughs> even I can't play them anymore. Uh, there was a PS2 one that was 3D, and it's just like, what were you thinking? Well, that was on the N64. No, 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 no. See, there was a PS2 X that was 3D. Oh. Yeah, that was not good. Uh, and then there I was... I thought Castlevania was bad at 3D. Wait till you play Mega Man. Then there was, uh... In one of the later X games, there was a character that was a giant emo panda. I mean, it's just... What the hell's going on in Capcom? I don't know. Maybe Bam- they're, maybe Tosei's making all the uh, Mega Man games these days. Bamboo Pandemonium, that was his name. Wow. That's terrible. <laughs> there is no words for how terrible that was. And in fact, well, they went and remade the first two X games. There, there. There, there. You can rest now. You don't have to worry about those evil Mega Man games coming we back to haunt you. We haven't talked about <laughs> Legends. That was the one that came out on N64, yes. right? Yes. Oh, yeah, it came out as Mega Man 64. Yeah. And Mega Man Legends 2 came out on the PS1. There, there. There, there. I actually do think we used Mega Man 64 as a radio trivia once. And I regretted it because there was like no good music from it. No. <laughs> I figured there would be, but no. My heart set on doing a Mega Man game, so I thought it would be do a crappy one. <laughs> do the Power Fighters, or whatever they call that fighting game. You can unlock it. Alright, we got one more game here, and then we're going to say goodbye. So, enjoy it while it lasts. Oh, did we answer the question from... We never no, we didn't. Long. See, I always forget to do that. you got to help me with that. But, uh, the first song was from... Was it Ghouls and Ghosts or Ghosts and Goblins? Ghosts and Goblins. Ghosts and Goblins. Um, and, you know, I have to wonder, you know, how did they throw that in there? It's like, was it a last-minute thing? Because they sit around and say, like, hey, that sounds kind of like a Mega Man song. Why don't we throw that in there just for giggles? But you um, couldn't, it didn't even play normally. You had to, like, hold down a button when you selected a specific right. state. Yeah, it was, it was like an Easter egg. But still, I'm, like, I'm just wondering how they went about saying, oh, let's put in the Ghosts and Goblins song in the Mega Man game. That makes sense. It's- they still cared about the franchise at that point. Which one? Know. Ghosts and Goblins or Mega Man? Oh, I don't, they clearly didn't care about Ghosts and Goblins. That sat on the shelf for ten years. <laughs> Till Maximo. Well, weren't they going to, like, did they ever do an uh, MMORPG based on that? Or am I, was that killed? Because I remember seeing that at some trade show oh, like GDC. It must have been killed. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It wasn't terribly impressive. See, we're killing more time. For reals now, we're going to go on to the next game. <laughs>
actually pretty good music right oh, there. Oh, I, I like the music from this game. I really do. So here comes some more. Although named after its arcade counterpart, this game actually incorporated many features from what different but very similar series. very different songs. Yeah, I, I, I like the music from this, and apparently the, the history behind this NES port is kind of confusing. Um, the game is Life Force for the NES, but apparently uh, there's another game that's called Salamander, which is actually closer to this game. Um, I, I don't I guess Salamander was the Japanese game, and when they ported it over to the arcades in America, they, they changed some of the graphics and stuff. Um, Life Force is supposed to take place inside of a human body or something. Um, but when they brought it to the NES, oh. they uh, 
maybe it was like a giant creature, but the point is it was like an organic life form. And then I guess they took a lot of the salamander graphics for the NES version, so it was set in space again, as far as I can tell. Um, I play the NES game. Um, so it's called Life Force on the NES in America and Salamander in Japan. And they also inserted Gradius's power-up system, apparently, for, for the NES release. Um, Which is the answer to the question. Right, so the answer is either, you could say, a Salamander or Gra- Gradius. They're both kind of correct answers. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know enough about shooters to be able to recognize one power-up system from another, really. But uh, the one that I played in Life Force, uh, you kind of recruit power-ups, and then you could spend them. So like, if you got one power-up and use it, you might get whatever rapid fire. If you didn't use it right away and you got another another power-up, when you whatever push select to, to buy your power-up, you got something better. Whatever the second to last one was the option, whatever the most powerful one was like invincibility, but that was worthless because it was temporary. <laughs> so, but I, I don't really know how the Gradius power-up system works. I guess it's similar. Um, the game, mm-hmm. as usual, for these sorts of side-scrolling shoot 'em ups, they're really difficult. And um, of course, whatever trial and error. But I enjoyed playing it for a while. The music certainly was good. Uh, there was a variety in, in the music too. So. But I, I don't think it's out on the virtual console yet. But it, I hope it does because it's. I, it, I didn't. I don't like side-scrolling shoot 'em ups, but I thought it was kind of fun. So it's got to be a decent game. Who published it? <laughs> Konami. Oh, okay. Well, then it could end up there. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it could end up there. Um, so there's certainly a plethora of shooters on the virtual console. Yeah, not necessarily for the NES though. But no. But it really matters because it's a virtual console. Um, what matters yeah, in price? I don't know if there was like another arcade port or whatever to another system, or if NES uh, was the only one. Just looking around, there's something mentioned for the Genesis, but it says it's a different game or whatever, so uh, go figure. Hell yeah. That makes sense, um, considering so. this is an amalgamation of three different games, apparently, that this I played. This is all very confusing. <laughs> but Life Force for the NES, whatever its origins are, it's a decent game. Um, good music, and I... Seems like every game we did tonight had some 8-bit-ish stylings to it. Um, yeah. Even Mega Man 7 kind of sounds 8-bit at times. Yeah. Um, well, that's more testament to Capcom than anything. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, let's see. We got Tecmo in here. We got Konami in here. We got Nintendo in here, and, and we got Capcom. It's that's that's pretty yes. healthy for radio trivia. Yeah. So, Old timers edition. Thanks for hosting. No problem. And, Thank uh, you. Uh, and. Uh, if you got requests, uh, got requests, send them in. We have quite a few, but they're all from one person. So um, <laughs> if you're not that one person who sends stuff in, send stuff in. <laughs> and even, I guess uh, if you're the person who sent me lots of stuff, you can you can continue sending me things as well. But, uh, thanks, and I'll see you whenever I. See- well, I won't see you, but you'll hear me. Yeah. Yes. Well, you'll hear me whenever you hear me. Enjoy. <laughs> Tecmo Bowl is copyright 1989 Tecmo. TK King of Swing is copyright 2005 Payon Nintendo. Kirby's Dreamland is copyright 1992 HAL Laboratory Nintendo. Mega Man 7 is copyright 1995 Capcom. Life Force is copyright 1988 Konami.